like to welcome everybody this morning, and uh, we appreciate everybody making an effort to be here and have these kids here this morning. And uh, I know sometimes that's a great effort. Um, my kids are a little older, but it's still sometimes a, takes an effort to get here on time. But we just look forward to having a great day in the Lord. Um, we pray that the Lord will just move in a mighty way this morning through Sunday school and into our service. And uh, you know, conviction will be here this morning and uh, the opportunity. And I'm just really looking forward. Uh, I'm burdened for some people, and people will take that step this morning to uh, seek salvation or uh, to move up, get wherever they need to be with the Lord. And I just pray that we can all get in our spot and uh, do what the Lord have us this morning. I'm ask uh, Jeremy to dismiss us Sunday school. Glad to be here this morning, and uh, beautiful, beautiful day. Glad for the sunshine finally, and uh, seems like that just brightens up the whole, the whole day and and my life, you know. So uh, thankful to be here, like I said, and dread this, uh, but uh, our lesson today and. Uh, fifth chapter of Luke I think I left the paper at home forgot my glasses again uh, <laughs> uh, it's called to follow oh I, I, that's okay but I, I think I remember a little bit but uh, and as before Jesus was still teaching and preaching uh, all over the area here and that just set this up, he was famous, I guess you'd say. His his deeds had been spread all over the area, and people were coming from everywhere to bring their sick, which we would do too. Uh, we fly around the world to get to the Cleveland Clinic, and they cut you and do everything else to you, but for healing. He was doing it with a word 
and with a touch. And amazing, amazing grace. What it is. And, and uh, anyway, he, uh, he did great things, and he had a great amount of people following him and pressing him everywhere he went. So it comes up to this time. In chapter 5, it says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets, which I think at that time that when they were washing their nets and cleaning, they were done for the day. They'd finished their job and, and was planning on uh, resting. And, uh, and it says, And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. And that way he could address everybody. And everybody could hear him and get to hear the word that he was putting out. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and we have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And we're the same today. You know, we're, uh, I think Denny Hunter said one time, when the Lord gives you something to do, you have a direction. You know, you can go at his word. But between those times, all you can do is wait. And until he gives you the word to do something or say something, we're helpless, basically. We can't help anybody else, I'll put it that way, just by the words that we speak. But the words that he gives us and the things that he asks us to do, we can do those and, and uh, be a help to somebody else. And when they had done this, or, and Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all the night and we have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. And uh, I thought while I was reading this, uh, the Lord's a good, good paymaster. I've never done anything that he didn't pay me way above what I felt like I had done, you know, for him. He's always paid us more than, than we could ever repay. And uh, I thought, you know, he, the, the deeds and the, the healings and the things that he did and the uh, hardships that he endured, he did for all of us. These people, these people are like us, just like us same thing you know I was lost and lost and undone until I heard Jesus speak to me too and uh, his call was like nothing I'd ever heard before like the soldier said never a man spake like this man and nobody else could do what Jesus did 
And I, I was thinking yesterday, he did this so I could believe, so they could believe, and every generation can believe this story, this great, great love story that he left for us. He did it all so that we could have life and have it more abundant. I'm telling you, life without the Lord would be uh, a scarce thing. That's all there is to it. I, he's the greatest thing that ever happened in my life. And I think everybody that's saved could say the same thing. Uh, there's nothing, nothing like the Lord. And uh, nothing like, you know, being able to go to him no matter what the situation might be. Uh, if you're in trouble, you can go to him and he can speak words to you that settle your life. If you're in good times, you can go to him and he can sp speak words to you that will still settle your life, give you direction, help you in every facet of your life. But uh, anyways, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. And I thought, like I said, the Lord abundantly repays you for every effort that there is. Uh, I was reading a the quarterly and they said that these ships they think anyways would hold about a ton of fish that's a lot of fish and even if they were smaller or bigger it didn't make no difference God could supply the need no matter what if they'd have been a huge ship he could have sunk them too uh, if it had been smaller it doesn't matter whatever God has to use he can use and that for his benefit and for our benefit to show us things that we need to know in our lives. But uh, I also read in that uh, quarterly, they said the interpretation or the meaning of the word of the, the lake here, the uh, Gennesaret. It said it's a garden of riches is the interpretation and the meaning of that. And I thought, my goodness, this was a garden of riches for us. And still is, you know, if you study it, we're still in the same boat today that they were back then, waiting for the Messiah. But uh, I loved when Andrew and, and uh, he went and got Peter and said, come see, I, I think I wrote it down someplace, uh, I believe it's in John, uh, where he said, come see. If I can find it. He first findeth his own brother when he met Jesus, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. And uh, I guess Israel was in a terrible state at this time, but they'd already known that there was a Savior coming. They were looking for him just like we are today. If you look for him, you can find him. And he's, he's not hard to find. Uh, he's proclaimed, you know, throughout the land. 
the great gospel that he has and uh, given all the opportunity to come and be saved. Uh, it says not somewhere about uh, the salvation of God has, you know, appeared to all men, but uh, it says it means more especially to those that believe, you know. This is a very, very special thing that we have, a treasure that we have in our lives. But uh, they beckoned to their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. And when Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And I think we've all realized how sinful we are and how great a God we got. And uh, I think you come to that point somewhere in, you know, when God calls you, you know it. Uh, and, you know, like Isaiah, he's, you know, he said, sinful lips, a man of sinful lips, you know, and we're none worthy, none worthy of Jesus, but he can make you, make you worthy in him. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. Now they've worked all night and hadn't caught anything, so uh, anybody that's fished would know, you know, that's discouraging to say the least. And uh, you'd be given up, you know, and, and ready to move on. And like I said, they'd washed their nets. They were, they were finished with what they were gonna do for the day. But he astonished him and astonished all the people had gathered there together. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Not fish, but men. You got a job to do. And as soon as, as, soon as we get saved, we got a job to do. And it's a lifetime job. And it's a good job. It really is. Uh, it's a joyful job if you follow the Lord. If you, like Peter did, sometimes he got a little bit carried away in himself, made it harder on himself. And we do the same thing too. I, I know I do, you know. Uh, but if you depend on the Lord for everything, this is a great job. And uh, thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Now this was, this was their living, the fish. And they'd caught a great, great catch, you know, which was money for them. But they forsook everything to follow the Lord. And that's all that we can do too. Uh, I, I, I was raised kind of poor and I think most of us was. Uh, and, and Satan told me, you know, the riches, wait till, you, wait till you get your money and, you know, then come to the Lord, you know, put it off till then. Not, don't get saved. He didn't tell me that. 
I knew I needed to be saved, but he held those riches up to me. He said, look at these. You can, if you go to the Lord now, you, you won't be able to work all the time you want to. You won't be able to do the things that you want to. But it came down to a choice, a choice of whether I wanted to be saved. And, and I don't think I'd had another choice. When I came to the Lord, I think that was my final, my final time. And I'm telling you, it's better than silver or gold. There's nothing that's like the Lord. There's nothing that's worth missing this great salvation. Uh, I couldn't urge you or try to convince you enough that if you don't have him, get him before you go. Get him as long as the opportunity's there. Try to find the Lord, and he's not hard to find. That's the, the best part of all this. He's made it available to everybody, anybody and everybody. And uh, I'm just thankful for my salvation and glad that no matter what Satan holds up or what's offered, God has a better answer and a better offer than this. These fish, uh, I'm sure, would have rotted in a few days, you know, if they weren't eight. They didn't have refrigeration in them days. But uh, what they got was worth a whole lot more than what they'd caught. Uh, I can't express enough how much God means to me and how rich, I'll never be wealthy, but I'm rich. I'm rich down in my soul. And uh, uh, the, I've got the best part of life, like uh, Mary and Martha, you know, the better part. That's, that's what we ought to be pursuing and working for. So, and, uh, but anyway, that, uh, I thought it was really neat. I told some of the guys back there, we come in, we heard uh, Sin's Dark Valley on the radio. It was on uh, uh, Bluegrass Channel, you know, which really helped me. Anyways, you know, I was so glad to hear it. And then... Uh, as we was pulling in the parking lot, they started singing a song about, I'll make you fishers of men. Now, God refers to this in different, different books, I'll make you fishers of men, but I just thought it was neat that that, that particular song <laughs> happened to come on the radio. And, uh, you know, he, he referred, I think in John and Matthew both have this in there. But... Uh, the benefits that uh, that God has for us. Uh, Psalms, you know, David said something about the, the benefits. You know, I'll, I'll uh, pay my vows before the congregation for all the benefits that God's rendered towards me. And uh, no matter what we do for him, the pay, the pay, the benefits, are fantastic. So, uh, I, anybody else have any anything that they'd like to say? I don't feel like I can cover this at all because there's a whole lot in this that, that I'm not covering, but uh, if anybody has any comments, I'd sure appreciate it.
me too. I thought of uh, not many times this week. I've thought of uh, Rowena and Junior. How many years? You know, she asked prayer for Junior, and I got to the point where I thought, Lord, that's never going to happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's amazing what God can do. That's what comes to my heart. You know, they labored all them years and finally saw saw the fruition of it. Yeah, we, we can't. There's no stopping place that I know of. I haven't found it yet. Uh, I wanted to quit. I don't know how many times. And uh, but there's no there's no quitting place in this. Uh, and like like Peter and and. Uh, John, you know, later on after Christ was crucified, you know, they said, I go fishing, you know, and, and uh, we can't quit what God has gave for us to do. It's a lifetime work. And I thought of your song, Bill, that uh, a lifetime of labor, it'll be worth it all. Just one more soul. You know, that, that's where... Uh, we're not able to save anybody, but we can sure pray for them and bring them to the Lord in our prayers and, and do our part that, you know, that they could be saved and uh, present it just like Jesus did to them. You know, present it to them, teach them, try our best to show them that through our lives, you know, there's a better way and there's a truth in this that you ain't going to find in the world. Uh, the world lets you let you completely down sooner or later. Uh, money, it's a great thing to have, but it can let you down. Nothing that is in this world will keep you and satisfy you like the Lord does. There's nothing that uh, I I don't know what to compare. You know, you see great. I've seen a lot of, Lord's blessed us to travel a little bit and see some beautiful, beautiful things, but I've seen some beautiful, beautiful things. I've seen a church when she was beautiful, you know, and that's what we have to present to a lost and a dying world is the beauty of God, the greatness of him. You know, it's far out uh, shines anything that we'll find here. And, uh, and I think this world's a great, great world. You know, I've enjoyed my life and living, but without the Lord, uh, it would be uh, a wasted, wasted trip. And it's a short trip. I thought yesterday I had some of my uh, grandchildren 
they come out. We didn't get to get together for uh, Christmas because of sickness, so uh, they come out. And I was looking at them, and, and we got some of the old films out that we'd had for Christmases before, and looked at my grandchildren. This uh, time is flying by. We have a very, very short time to do anything while we're here, and uh, we should be willing. After all that God's done for us, we should be willing and have to work while we've got a little bit of time and while we can, while we can go, while we've got health and strength. You know, the Lord's blessed us mightily, so uh, we ought to give our best effort and that for him. So, Anybody else got any, any comments? I appreciate the ones I've had. Yeah, I, I thought of that earlier this week. I get up here and my mind kind of goes somewhere else, I think. I don't know what happens to it, but I can't uh, can't remember the thoughts I've had or anything else it don't seem like. But I thought of that earlier this week. He's run my cup over many, many times. And, and uh, like I said, blessed me beyond measure. There's nothing that I could say that would take away from what God has done for me. For all of us. made this possible is what the Lord said and that's faith following that so it's, uh, it's all tied together uh, yeah and I don't know a whole lot about fishing neither I've tried it quite a few times and 
not been real successful at it, but I know me and my dad and uncle used to fish all night. We would go out to St. Mary's Lake and and uh, seem like, you know, sometimes you'd catch a few and sometimes you sat there all night. I usually went to sleep is what I did. So uh, they kind of hung a nickname on me for that. But uh, my uncle would call me Rip Van Winkle for years. So because I slept so much, but, but uh, yeah, it, they always fished at night. I don't know if that's the best time or not, but obviously when God makes you a fisher of men, the best time is when he moves. And when the Spirit of God moves, you know, then we can work. So uh, it's a great, a great lesson for us all. Anybody else have any? Anything? I'm hoping against that uh, this will be the last time you have to put up with me for a long time. I hope <laughs> uh, maybe I can get some sleep and and uh, eat a little bit better than what I have this week. But uh, I, I I dread this doing this real bad. But we all, you know, I talked to Carl yesterday. We got to visit a little bit, and and uh, he said, if there's no dread in it, there's always a dread in doing something for the Lord. So, uh, and trying to humble your heart, there's always a dread, because this guy right here don't like to humble his heart that much, and and uh, you know the flesh is always in the way, and uh, but anyways. Hopefully we'll have a good teacher. I'm hoping Blaine will feel like getting back up here shortly. And uh, so if we don't have any other comments, I guess that's, that's about all I have. I have on it. But I appreciate your prayers and your help.